And welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour, Antifas. I'm Lee, and with me are the stars of the show, Todd, who is against God and hurts God and the Bible by being on the show, and Rob, who is also against energy, our kind of energy anyway. Guys, how are you today? That's backwards. I'm the one who doesn't like God. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I like God, but we're in a kind of a weird relationship, so I take every opportunity to hurt him slash her. Or her. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Ah, 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 ah. There you go. I, right. I even saw a thing online recently that this uh, guy said, I kneel before no man except God. And I said, God's a man? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, no, God is an all, all is all powerful and will smite you for your blasphemy. I said, <laughs> wow. And I have sent him a post every day since that says, I'm still here and not smitten. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, exactly. Have you been smitten by God yet? <laughs> Are you an evangelical? Funny <laughs> Why does God have a gender? That's what the show. That's what the show is going to be about today. Thank you for listening to the NPR Nick Happy Hour. God's gender and how Jerry Falwell Jr. sees God as his role model. Did God, by the way, did God just like have a black liquid in his glass as a prop, or does he really drink the blood of his own son? That's a good question. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's like Eddie Izzard said. It's uh, part cannibalism and part uh, vampirism. Yeah, vampirism. <laughs> because you eat the bread. Which is the body yes. and the wine, which is the blood, or which is, grape juice, whatever your church. Exactly. I'm actually reading a book on cannibalism, it just in general, not just on how humans do it. And is it a how-to book? It, it, it is a cannibalism how-to book. Cannibalism for dummies. <laughs> it is a how-to book. It's, a, it's, only, it's only seven pages. <laughs> it's mainly a cookbook, like the Twilight Zone episode. That'd be awesome if there were some <laughs> recipes at the back of the book. <laughs> But it does talk about transubstantiation and and the fact that that caused a huge, not the great schism, but it caused a huge schism in the church because they had that edict and said, yes, this is literally, when we, when we wave our magic wand over it, it literally turns into the flesh and the blood of Christ. And some people were like, ew, don't want to be a cannibal. And it's like, dude, that's how you get to heaven. Did you say they asked Edith? Who's Edith? Iron Man's glasses. Eve's Eve's sister, <laughs> Eve's illegitimate sister, Edith. Begot, begat by a cane, probably. So is the Holy Ghost? Is 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 that thing a uh, male as well? Well, it's Casper. Oh so, yeah, Scooby Doo, you're watching. Mm, true. <laughs> so uh, you know. If God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are on TikTok, then we won't be allowed to see them if Trump has his way in this country. So what do you guys think about that? I think we can't see them anyway, so who cares? No. Um, <clears throat> Let's watch it. There might be uh, Italians listening to this show. Uh, harsh. 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 I, wow. <laughs> At least they're not Jewish. Uh, it, it's it's not, tic- not just TikTok. He's apparently going after We Talk, too. Yes, he is. What is We Talk? I don't even know what TikTok is because I'm old. I couldn't tell you what we talk is. I haven't. Or wet alk. I'm not sure which it is. <laughs> so it's we wet talk, alk. We talk sounds like something for babies of TikTok. We talk. Maybe. <laughs> we talk. Maybe it is. Yeah, he is because China is his big, the, the big red dragon in, in his mind because he's got to have some kind of enemy to, to scare everybody because can't be Russia. <clears throat> his buddies. So yeah, TikTok is evil now because China owns TikTok. Well, didn't it all come about because someone made fun of him on TikTok? Yes. Because well, okay, doesn't that mean he should have to go after YouTube now? He should. The, the everybody the, talks about him on YouTube. The Utes of America use TikTok <laughs> a lot, and they are making fun of Trump because he's a moron, so he doesn't like it, so he wants to ban its use because you know what else is new. Like could do that, wouldn't Fox News be dead too? Because yeah, well, he's central. You got to admit he's a genius because it, apparently he's talking. He's considering signing an executive order to mandate coverage of of existing pre-existing conditions, medical conditions, which of course has been covered under the Affordable Care Act, which he don't like because it has something to do with Obama. So yeah, let's make sure. We can cover things that are already covered because <laughs> I'm a complete and utter moron, signed Donald J. Trump. It's like, wow. 
you know, he, he did say the, the every time he talks, it's just like it's getting worse. It almost makes you worry about him. However, to be fair, what did you guys think about Mr. Biden's, Joe Biden's, hopefully future President Biden's comments that, and I know he misspoke because he said it in a Biden kind of way. And anybody who knows him knows he doesn't think African-Americans are just one group of people because he's he's done a lot for, you know, minorities in this country because he ever since right. he was little. But what do you think about his comments saying, oh, the Latin Latin Americans, or Hispanics are a lot more diverse. That's what he basically said. We're a lot more diverse than the African-American community. He didn't mean that, but that's what he said. So what do you think? I don't really think that's exactly harmful compared to some of the crap that Trump has done. I mean, people casually forget the fact that he was personally named in a lawsuit by uh, the Department of Health and Human Services back then, Housing and Urban Development, for his extreme prejudice and discrimination against African-Americans twice. It was like, personally, not just the company. It was like, dude, this has this guy has a rap sheet decades long of absolute racism. So, you know, Biden says something stupid. I don't care. Yeah, but the problem is that we're a knee-jerk society, and everything, news cycles are 24 seconds long. Yeah, and so. the thing with knee-jerk responses is basically it's the jerks who worry about it. <laughs> it's like if you give something a thought for more than five seconds and – Granted, that's, right. that's a lot of society. They can't look past that. It's like, I don't care. It's jerks, like, jerks without knees, like Lieutenant Dan. Todd, why do you have Vietnam? Why do you hate Vietnam veterans? I know that's what you're. It's like John Kerry all over again. I totally, I totally hate them. Yeah, it's just, it, to me, it's comical that people will post memes of stuff that Biden has allegedly done. People, let me think. Oh, the Trump campaign has doctored footage of Biden to make it look like he's said things and done things that he hasn't. And he's we have, but then he's crying. No, yeah, we have tons of footage of Trump and then Trump owning up to the absolutely ridiculous crap. He spouts constantly. I have, I have, look at here, look at here, look at my chart that someone made up for me. It's like, dude, you're so pathetically stupid. <laughs> Is that uh, the ax axius? A conspiracy theory about Actinus. it. Sorry, Rob. What were you saying? No, there's a, a new uh, conspiracy theory apparently going around that uh, the liberals uh, have enacted a new uh, policy to get rid of Trump. It's called Operation Let Him Talk. <laughs> yes, true. that's right. That's exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't see any of the last, the latest interview where, I mean, I saw snippets of it where he's, those ridiculous charts that he has. Right. Which are, you know, a kindergartner could have done. Um, but I, I, the guy's reaction is was good. It's, it's it makes you, and did you see Trump's, uh, I guess it was yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. Late yesterday, where he had that press conference at his golf resort in New Jersey. And like none of those people watching have masks on. Then they're you can actually see them handing out the masks, and it's just like and they're and they're cheering because he says that this is a peaceful protest, and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you? This is the country we've become, sadly. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's just in in pre pro actually it was a different show, but Rob had mentioned Portland, and yeah. interesting how once That's the a good show I like it. That's a really good show. It's a pretty good show. So once the federal agents who were trying to be incognito and unidentified left. Funny how the violence that wasn't there until they showed up disappeared. Odd how that works. That's the violence that's inheriting the system. <laughs> it is sadly inheriting the system. Jesus. So did you guys vote uh, this in the primaries in August? I, I, I'll start this. I, I voted, um, on Thursday, the person I voted for, it's kind of weird because you have all these candidates running for Senate or whatever in, mm -hmm. in Tennessee who are Republican. And then in a lot of the Democratic primary ones, you have either nobody or one person. The odd right. thing was on our ballot in Anderson County, the Anderson County ballot for constable, 
It's the term had expired. No one was running. So guess who wrote their name in? Yes. <laughs> Constable in Anderson County. <laughs> Probably need as much uh, uh, much reference point on that as being president of the United States. But anyway, I voted in the Democratic primary, of course. And I voted, I, I, I to be honest, I didn't know a whole lot about the candidates. I tried to find out as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, so I probably knew more than most people just because I researched it for a, a little bit of time. Right. But anyway, I ended up voting for this guy named Mark Pickerel, who didn't win the, the U.S. Senate democratic primary um he didn't do horribly but he's actually he he's a little bit older than i am he's in the in between the ages of todd and myself and but he's from oak ridge he lives in nashville he's old yeah he's 700 years old um still has his vampire teeth so uh, anyway but uh, when i was looking at what he what he was they, they is it votepedia or whatever it is they they had asked the same questions to each candidate and they responded in whatever it was right. but one of his responses was what is your favorite book and why and this is what he said homage to catalonia it's about George Orwell's experience in the Spanish Civil War in contrast for to For Whom the Bell Tolls. It is an unromanticized story of... He just likes slams. Anyway, an unromanticized story of noble purposes and ignoble efforts of illusion crushed by reality of the triumph of evil over misdirected and unprepared good intentions. If the guy had had nothing else to run on other than that sentence, I would have... <laughs> That's going to say... I was like, first, you had me at Orwell. Orwell, first, exactly, an Orwell that, fan. That would be my Jerry, Jerry <laughs> McGuire meme. <laughs> you had me at Orwell. <laughs> but I was like, that's a that's a really good, I mean, I, he okay. had to have read the book, I'm assuming, because you wouldn't find that necessarily anywhere. Who thinks about homage to Catalonia? Anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was yeah. a fan. He could have said 1984, but instead he went with Catalonia. Well, obviously, he's not suited for public service because he's intelligent, so. True. He's a yeah, he's a lawyer and he didn't win. And he's yeah. a democratic lawyer in Tennessee. At least he lives in Nashville. He's pro- he's probably going to be moving to Vermont soon. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Our primary is not until August 18th, so I have not had the opportunity oh. to vote yet, but I shall. Ours was 2 months ago, and I did. I, I actually no, we had a thing where we were supposed to uh, you know, mail in our votes for our primary and uh, we didn't even get them until the Sunday before, you know, that you vote on, you, you vote on a Tuesday. They showed up in the mail on Sunday, which I didn't, I keep forgetting is a thing. And mm-hmm. we kind of looked at it and went, well, it's not going to get back in time because it took six months to get here in the first place. So we <laughs> yes, I'm awaiting, I'm awaiting my mail-in ballot, which speaking of masks, Palm Beach County has sent out masks to every citizen in Palm Beach County. At least they are they are efforting that. So nice. got, my, got my little package. What and are the what are the masks like? What are the masks like? I wonder if I have it here. Okay. A disposable. And they are stamped it says combat COVID. And then there are reusable they poked holes in to make they, it work. They have poked <laughs> holes in. Actually they, they have exhaust filters with a little fan. So they say combat COVID in Palm Beach County. So, so uh, at least part of Florida's government is trying to do something about it. Unlike our lovely governor, death sentence himself. So, <laughs> do yeah. Georgia and Florida share the same governor? You'd think they share the same quarter of a brain of a rat. I think so. <laughs> yeah, that disease spreads up into Tennessee, probably. Well, definitely. Actually, just not yeah. the same person. I would apologize yeah. for that, but I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of bunch of masks now. I mean, I've got some that were homemade that uh, are really well homemade. I've got some Seahawks masks. Um, I, I uh, when, it, when I went to vote, we had bought these masks, which are good masks, actually, a local store. <laughs> um, that said vote on it. Um, when I went to vote, there was literally nobody else there except for myself, Donna and myself. Wow. So it was, I don't know what the voter turnout was. People probably didn't even, well, actually I literally talked to somebody and a, a friend of mine and asked them if they were voting and they said, there's an election. So that shows you how well they get out 
uh, information that there's actually stuff to vote about. Um, yeah, exactly. Most of it was primary stuff here, um, except for, well, yeah, I think all of it was primary stuff. The constable, obviously, you could vote for. I guess we won't have it. <laughs> funded. We've, we've I wonder how many people wrote in Odo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. So it's, uh, but the the latest polls, and by that I mean Polish people, tell me that they really. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, the I, Rasmussen reports. I think we've talked about this like several years ago. That Rasmussen reports must be very a conservative thing. Is that right? It is. Okay. Yeah. Because the approval disapproval that they have in their poll for. Trump has him at disapproved, but only by 3%, 51 to 48, where everything else I've seen is just way off from that. Um, But also, uh, Quinnipiac uh, does this. um, Is it Quinnipiac? Quinnipiac Quinnipiac is one. Quinnipiac is one of them, yeah. Yeah, Quarterback? Quarterback? Quarterback, yeah, Quarterback. Omaha, Omaha. Quinnipiac has, and I tried to see what this was, but I couldn't make sense of it. But they have Maine, Trump versus Biden, and Biden is way up 15 points. Then they have Maine CD2, Trump versus Biden, and Trump's ahead by a percentage point. And then they have Maine CD1, and Biden's up 31%. What the hell is up with that? That's, that's probably the European voters. Is it, which who CDs don't know how are to count? Yeah. Are they like, here's your CD. This is the cure. Okay. You vote. <laughs> and this is your, this is your George Strait CD. So we're going to assume that's a Trump thing. So I, I don't actually, maybe George Strait votes for Biden. I don't know. But, um, you know, there's that. Stereo. I'm just waiting for George Strait to come out as gay. <laughs> Changes his name. Goes on yeah. tour with the chicks. So. <laughs> That would make sense. Mm, but so, he goes on tour with Boy George. <laughs> Boy, Boy George and the Chicks. That sounds like a country band. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, most polls do still favor, generally speaking, uh, Biden. But the, the it's narrowed um, from what I've seen in a lot of different polls. So I, it's going to get tighter and tighter before the actual election takes place sometime in 2022. Um, yes. so you guys, you know, were you feeling at all confident? Cause I was not, were you feeling at all confident that Biden actually, Oh, you know what? I, I think he's, it may tighten up, but he's still going to win. Are you guys confident that he actually still is going to win? Or do you think still feel like Trump's going to win and the polls don't mean anything just like they didn't in 2016? I'm somewhat terrified that Trump is going to come back, but if he does, I've, uh, started digging a tunnel. <laughs> a well-ventilated tunnel? A well-ventilated tunnel. To where? Because nobody's allowing Americans in. Uh, but if we sneak into the country, they'll never know. I'm, go- I'm, going, to, I'm going under this wall. They can Vermont. smell the American on you. They can smell the COVID-19 on you. <clears throat> uh, He's going to Vermont. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, yeah, I have never been confident that that Biden will win just because the polls, I don't care about the polls. I mean, we've polls are... Irrelevant. I mean, it's interesting, but it's like, I don't care because November 4th, polls won't matter. So who cares? It, it's nice to see right now that Biden has had, but as Biden himself has said and has said ever since he won the nomination, uh, de facto won the nomination officially, he hasn't, but he said, ignore the polls. Get out Keep and on, vote. Get out and vote. Keep on working. Polls are meaningless. Proles. Well, he he did say proles, so something about the proles in Catalonia. I'm not quite sure what he was talking about, but he, he's just he's just yammering. You know how crazy Joe is. So that's right. Yeah, I'm not. I I am relatively confident that he will win because I think more and more uh, people of on Trump's base are finally becoming disillusioned by all the the bullshit. Uh, not enough because ideally that would be about 37 million people, but I don't think Trump is going to win. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty close. Sadly, it shouldn't be, it should be a a freaking landslide, like on the, uh, you know, like a Lyndon Johnson version of a landslide. But, 
people have to maintain their activity and actually we have to pick it up and make sure people are, you mentioned before, hardly anybody was at the polling place and granted primaries are different, obviously, but aren't we as a nation, like absolutely the worst as far as exercising our, our right to vote? I mean, routinely, more people don't vote than voted. Uh, unless it's for some singer on American Idol. Yeah, it's <laughs> just incredible. Uh, there are a lot of movements underway, which would be helpful and won't happen in time. But absolutely, Election Day should be a national holiday. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So a Agreed. lot of people who have difficulty getting time off work or get difficulty getting to the polls early and all the rest of it, uh, they need to get, well, they're never going to get Trump to shut up about it. It's like how terrible mail-in ballots are when he uses them all the time and sometimes tries to use them from the, the wrong illegal registration because he doesn't care. <sighs> People have to be very aware that how critical, and we say this every four years, right? How critical this election year is. It's like, well, this is by far the most critical election I think we've had since... Mm, like no exaggeration since like maybe 1860 because this, this idiot is talking about pushing the election back, which he has no power to do, which he has no power to do and which people have reminded him. Uh, we had the election during the civil war for Christ's <laughs> sake. That's right. World war one, which stop was rigged because it was all melon ballots at that time. Pony express the, the world war one and world war two, which in Trump's words, were beautiful wars. <laughs> he likes using that word, doesn't he? Beautiful. Just like the N N yeah, NRA should move to Texas. Yeah. Uh, since we're um, being sued in New York and they should lead a beautiful life. An organization should yeah. lead a beautiful life. Lead a beautiful life. Mm. Yeah, we don't uh, delay elections for anything. So this whole concept of it's like, we should delay the election. We should delay the election because of this terrible pandemic. But in the meantime, send your kids off to die. Like, yeah. Let me think about this. What makes sense here? It's really dangerous to go to a polling place for maybe a few hours because we shut down so many polling places. You might be in line for five or six hours, but nah, that's okay. But at the same time, send your kids to school for eight hours a day, five days a week. Hmm. We had two big things come out of the Georgia schools already because they started yes. kind of on Monday. There was one of... Uh, <coughs> There, there was a girl who took a picture of the crowded hallway mm -hmm. where no one was wearing masks and she got suspended for taking a picture in school. Yep. And everyone kind of went, oh, I'm sorry, fuck what? Um, and she yep. said, you know what? I, I Yes, I disobeyed the rule of taking a picture in school, but fuck NA. Have you seen this yet? <laughs> um, and just locally, because uh, I live next to Harlem, Georgia, the school started on Monday. Tuesday, guess what? A second grader popped positive. No surprise. Yeah, it, <clears throat> ta da! Done. Got a kid. Yay. Yeah, well, first day of school, Gwinnett County, 260 teachers and staff isolated because I never did see how many tested positive, but because they were exposed to the ones who did test positive. First day, 260 staff. Oh, got a quarantine. And I don't know what the other county was, but there, I know there was another county in Georgia. And same deal, same deal. They had over 100. Yep. It's like, okay, well, we're going back to online. It's like, yeah, amazing. Funny how that happens. A, a lot of these school systems, though, probably have the fear that their funding will be pulled. And, and the, the, oh, that's exactly what it pulled. is. Yeah. Well, I mean, since President Trump, in his wisdom, complained about how expensive the CDC's protocol was to open the schools and at the same time threatened the schools with funding cuts if they don't open. Right. Again, Mr. Critical Thinking PhD there, dude, is like, wait a minute. It's too expensive to reopen, but if they don't reopen, you're going to cut their funding? Like, clearly he doesn't hear himself think because he doesn't, but doesn't anybody listen to what this rat bastard says and call him out on it? I mean, literally, for God's sake, someone with a press credential interview this bastard and just call him a fucking liar to his face. Yeah, exactly. And call him a dumb son of a bitch. It's like, you get your press credential cold. Who cares? You'll and then write a book about once it. he's gone. Yes. It is yeah. unbelievable the crap that comes out of this guy's hair hole, hair hole, whatever the hell that is that he has for a face, that little anus that he sticks under his nose. <laughs> 
My God. And, and people support this crap. The fact that they cannot think for a moment that he complains that this costs too much. We, they can't open schools. And then, oh, by the way, if you don't follow that, I'm going to cut your funding. And just like you said, Lee, is like, if they don't open, they're afraid they're going to lose their funding. What the hell are they supposed to do? What the hell are teachers supposed to do? Like, yeah, I want to be in a classroom with 37 little disease vectors. Thanks a lot. The, the fact that the White House still isn't open for public tours, but schools need to be open, tells you everything you need to know. The fact that this asshole and his staff gets tested every day. It's only a matter of days before Melania says, let them eat cake, right? <laughs> well, she has the jacket for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know Herman Cain didn't matter to the GOP because he's black, but I mean, you did sacrifice one of your more prominent members to COVID in the, in the holy name of Donald Trump, right? It's like, oh, let's go to Tulsa. Oh, three weeks later, I'm dead. You, you know what his last tweet was? <laughs> no, seriously, his, his last tweet was, Masks are not required at this Trump rally. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did see that. That's right. <clears throat> Good thought. Good thought, dude. Yep. Yeah. So uh, to to get the latest in the batter, what's wrong with me? Battleground state in the batter box. <laughs> Rob will edit all this out. No, he won't. Anyway, in no, the I battleground won't. state, <laughs> put it in twice. <laughs> makes me more human. When I make mistakes. So um, Trump should say that. Maybe other people would be like, oh, yeah, maybe he's okay. So, um, well, I just, I just compared myself to Trump. Ew. Maybe. Well, I am going to be constable of Anderson County. You've got anyway, better hair. <laughs> Ew. Ew. So uh, Battleground states, uh, to get the best information, of course, I have to go outside the United States to, like, English Al news Zero. sites. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's probably yeah. better. Um, but the BBC has a, and they base it on real clear politics, but the way they have the article written is a lot more informative than something you would read on Fox News or, to be honest, probably MSNBC. But according to the polls on August 3rd, um, Biden leads in uh, Arizona by three points, uh, almost four points, Florida by six points. I, I don't know. I've seen that change in the last few days, but yeah. um, Trump won both those states. Uh, Trump won Michigan, but Biden's way up in Michigan at this point. Um, North Carolina, Biden is up by about five percentage points. Trump won that. Ohio, Biden's up by three. Trump won that by almost nine percent or uh, a little over eight, I guess. Pennsylvania, Biden's up by six percent. Trump barely won that, as we know. And then uh, Virginia, Clinton won, and Biden's way, way up in that because the closer you get to where Trump lives, probably the more more people who yeah. actually know him and go exactly in a not him exactly and then wisconsin biden's up by five points and trump barely won that again as we know because uh michigan pennsylvania and wisconsin were three of the huge reasons that we have this asshole as a president so yes. more more important than just the general like hey who you know who's run, who's winning and who's not are the battleground states so I guess that the fact that at this point, Michigan seems to be pretty heavily towards Biden and and so does Pennsylvania. That gives me more hope than just even if Trump were within two percentage points. Do you guys feel the same way or you feel like the state polls are just as bad as the national polls and they don't really prove anything at this point? No, I think you're absolutely right. The fact that Arizona is a battleground state now is remarkable. The fact that Michigan yeah. isn't. The fact that Pennsylvania isn't. And of course, like Biden says, and like we said, it's like we the polls are meaningless. So he's got to go out and campaign. He's not going to make the same mistake as Miss Clinton did and just say, I got it sewed up. I'm not going to bother going to those states for the last couple of weeks. So he's going to be out there campaigning, working hard. And it, it appears that um, the nemesis of Donald Trump, because he's a an intelligent black man, uh, President Obama is getting ready to take off the gloves. So that's going to be a big boost as well. Um, anybody who supports Trump, they're not going to think, oh, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence. Oh, but Obama's against him, so now I'm going to vote for that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So it's not like Obama stepping forward is not going to cost uh, Biden a single vote. It's only going to possibly garner him more. So he's going to be out there working hard. Not that that's something official, but he's made it clear now that He's just been waiting for the process to play itself out. And once that happens, that happens. 
Um, you mentioned Michigan. Did you guys see that uh, there was a group of candidates in Michigan for their state Senate who were calling for the impeachment of their governor for her handling of COVID-19, which is proven to be pretty smart because Michigan is no longer at the top of the charts like we are here in Florida. <clears throat> they all lost in their primaries, every last one of their dark, evil souls. So that's <laughs> nice. Yay. So it's good to see that some people are paying attention to what's actually going on. So yay for Governor Witchmer. So beyond politics, sports is free of COVID-19. Okay, can I, can I do a segue for that? Because you'll love this. It, it's a segue between Edited in. COVID-19 and, and, and baseball, actually. I thought this was lovely. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if you're familiar with the, uh, the Tops Now program, where the Tops baseball card company will produce uh, individual cards that are only available on their website, and they will only print... Um, as many as people uh, want to buy of them. And that will be all there is. There's not just, you know, you don't go to the store and buy them. For example, the best-selling card that they had previously was uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s rookie card that they did last year. Roughly 19,000 people bought this card. So there's only 19,000 of them. That record has since been broken because they made one of Anthony Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> They sold, now, like I said, Vlad Jr., who is a big deal in baseball, 19,000 cards. Fauci, right. 51,000. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. He just can't catch is the problem. I mean, I've yeah. seen him play and, you know. Yeah. Well, that's I can't have throw, you seen the pictures clearly. of Trump with his glove going, <laughs> which, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah, so. What does it say about baseball? And we, again, anybody who listens to the show knows we're baseball fans. But what does it say about baseball when the NBA? If I had somebody comment on Twitter, um, on Twelfth Man Rising Twitter, about uh, I had posted an article about like, hey, COVID nineteen NFL isn't holding preseason games and yada yada yada, and they were like, well, it's you know, the NFL, it's uh, the most contact sport you can have. It's like. You know, these other sports, uh, they should shut it down because uh, the other sports are having issues. I'm like, first of all, baseball is the only one with an issue. The NBA and the NHL, which are a lot more contact sports than baseball, have okay. no issues. Um, re well, relatively speaking, NHL has no issues. Right. And the NBA has very, very few issues. Baseball is the only one that seems to always fuck themselves um, over by whatever stupid thing they decide to do. So the NFL isn't holding any preseason games, and it'll be interesting to see how the season plays out. But they're, of course, getting fewer and fewer cases of COVID-19 because, again, they're kind of in a, bu a bubble, too. But what's what's wrong with baseball? I mean, they just they just had to have a season, and they just had to do it their way. And they've just – they could have just Not had them all play in Arizona like they were talking about before, right? And so they right. were like, oh, no, screw it. It would have made sense yeah. if they had done it that way, but no. And now the what the ninety percent of the Florida Marlins have it. Um, the yeah. uh, with the Phillies, I think the Cardinals are. Is it the Cardinals or the other team that have had to postpone all their games? Can I interrupt you for just a second? Did you the, go right. Did ahead. the Marlins really have it, or they realize what their record was and said, "Oh, we all got it"? And maybe no, no, dude, we'll win they the have the right best now. record in the National League. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're like, you know, because they suck. But they're like, oh, let's pretend we all have COVID and we'll only have one loss on the season and somehow make the playoffs. <laughs> that that's not a bad theory. And I, I think there's there's a there's a possibility that you might be correct. Um yeah, because even with the expanded playoffs, no one expected them to make the playoffs, and yet they're one I... of the teams right now at, at a whopping <laughs> five and one or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, baseball is why they didn't go Arizona or Arizona slash Florida. Arizona would make more sense because of the situation in Florida. <clears throat> but then again, the NBA is in the bubble in Florida, and that's working out for them, like you said, for the most yeah, part. They're, they're in Florida, but the bubble could be anywhere. Exactly. That's the point, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Kansas. The Marlins only have what? Kansas. Hey, wait a minute. No, Iowa. Kansas makes sense, actually. They were going to do that game it. in Iowa at the, the Field of Dreams field. No yeah. one else is fucking around. Put them all right. there. 
Yeah, I like that idea actually. But yeah, having them be in Kansas Fog Allen Fieldhouse would make sense. I mean, you know, but I, I love the idea. I mean, it would never. Yeah. If somebody did the Marlins forward, but I think it's a fantastic idea to have all those NBA Major League Baseball teams play it in Iowa Field of Dreams. I mean, that's like, well, that's kind of ideal because nobody's showing up anyway. But okay, cool. explain yeah. this to me because you guys are more into this part of the game, any games, than I am. Why, why are games still being blacked out? That I don't know. I saw your I saw your Facebook post. I have yeah. no idea. It makes no sense. The, I, just, I wanted to w- watch the Blue Jays play the Braves, but I live too close to Atlanta, so it's been blacked out because I'm supposed to go to a game I'm not allowed to go to. Well, it didn't fuck? sell out, Rob. So you, you know it's blacked. Out. <laughs> yeah, someone didn't flip the switch in their brain for that one. That makes <laughs> zero sense. Do not understand. <clears throat> Well, the whole thing about why aren't they just playing like at Field of Dreams? Although that would be kind of scheduling tricky since now they got to play double headers and it's like well, they're doing seven inning double headers. Go right ahead, <laughs> and there'd be home run records because there'd be like how many home runs a game? Oh, Mike Trout <laughs> is three hundred thirteenth home run of the game. <laughs> really? But why they didn't do that? Because you're not losing gate revenue because there ain't no gate revenue, so. Really didn't make any sense. And you'll, it's better for the environment because you don't have to print all those cardboard cutouts. <clears throat> Although, think about that. The fact, maybe they knew the Marlins would do something horrific because they're the Marlins. And they realized if we're all in the same bubble, the Marlins are going to kill us all. So, <laughs> yeah, the Marlins only have to play 27 games. This is actually from a couple of days ago 27 games in 23 days to make up oh for that outbreak. Gosh. So, next time there's an outbreak for the Marlins, their season's done. Of course, the problem is it hurts the other teams are playing too because that's a bunch of doubleheaders. Of course, absolutely, and you know, and that's they're already at the at the make or break, and he the commissioner already said that that Manfred is like we're getting close to the point where like we would just have to scrap the season if this happens again because they are you you can't play twenty eight games in fifteen days for God's sakes, and that's what we're looking at next time they screw up. So. And the big gaps are not doing good. I was watching the uh, the Blue Jays Red Sox last night, and both pitchers had so much time between their previous start and this start, they yeah. forgot how to pitch apparently because they <laughs> both. You know, I, I, I just watched like the first two innings, and both teams had I think it was uh, nine walks. Oh, I'm like, do you, the plate aim for that big white funky looking Pentagon thing over there? Aim for that because they didn't know how. Rob, it's too soon to say aim for the Pentagon. Too That's soon. right. Too soon. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> White House looking thing over there. <laughs> well, the, the Pirates lost seventeen to thirteen last night um, on a on a late touchdown pass, actually. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, seventeen, thirteen, and eleven innings. So it was like, what the hell? What a weird season. So do you like this new? We have to put a runner on second at the beginning of every extra inning thing. Yeah, I, and that started. In the minor leagues, as an experiment, if, if I'm correct on that, it wasn't something the major league baseball came up with, right? Um, but I mean, to shorten the game, it's it's as a purist, no, I hate it. But in this COVID nineteen situation, it's probably best. Yeah, get rid of it next year when we don't have it. Well, provided we don't have this next year, yeah, or, or that we and we do have baseball if we do have this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's COVID nineteen's going away. Emperor Trump says it is. So. <clears throat> yeah, I forgot about that. It was gone in April. My bad. Yeah, yeah it's just going to fade away. You know, the warm weather killed it. That's right. Yeah, it's, he's always been right. He's never been wrong about it. It's just the the misdirection of truth from the liberal media, <laughs> like Anthony Fauci. The the warm weather. I believe in the past sixty days we've had. No exaggeration, 54 of them have had a heat index over 100 here. It's that hot weather ain't doing nothing, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess in his, I don't want to say his, in his defense, because I never want to defend him. But historically speaking, that the kind of that kind of like cold kind of virus has faded away in warmer weather. But in this case, he talked out his ass because we had no precedent for this kind of virus. Because you know, Nor do we have a president for this kind of virus. Exactly. Ooh, well done. Well done. <laughs> As Rob raises his arms in triumph. 
<laughs> and one of them disappeared because of my blue screen thing. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I lost my arm. You could it's... be. Could be in a 1973 Chinese kung fu movie. <laughs> one, armed, one armed podcaster. That's right. So, um, so it looks like Mike Tyson and and Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, I don't even understand the weight weight difference there, but they're fighting at some point. I thought this was a joke. Todd had texted no. us pre pro and yeah, pre pro Ted. Uh, I'm sure Ted knows. Ted probably is one of the organizers of this. He's probably one of the promoters. Oh, that's or racist. Of, but okay. One of the interesting things. <laughs> One of the interesting things is apparently they're promoting it. They didn't go to any of the usual shysters who siphon money away from the boxers because that was one thing I watched an interview with Roy Jones Jr. And it was, it was a really interesting interview available on YouTube near you only $30 with your Disney plus subscription. Uh, he said available that, on TikTok while you can get it. And it comes with, it co- does come with Mulan. <laughs> He decided <clears throat> that uh, once, because Tyson's camp approached him, he said apparently it's like just six weeks ago, something like crazy like that. And, but he thought, well, okay, if we, if we can do it with, he had like a checklist. It's like, yes, if we can do this, if we can do this and no promoters. And he's, so he said, yep, we're in. So they're having the fight, a round exhibition. Um, and it is an exhibition, but as, as Joan said, as I mentioned in pre-pro, he was discussing how he expects the fight to go and he figures Mike will be come out really hard because he's Mike Tyson. And he said, yeah, it's an exhibition, whatever. And he said, yeah, we're older, whatever. He said, he said, listen, Mike Tyson doesn't do anything except throw hammers. <laughs> and he said, what I have to do is hit back. Like literally. Yes. Like that's, that's the kind of fight it's going to be that you can use tools to do it. <laughs> well, and, and Jones said that he will come back with a nail. So, and the this fight is brought to you by Super Mario Brothers 17. <laughs> or Ace Hardware. Anyway, right. And he said, man, that's, he said, that's the logo for the fight. Hammers and nails, which would be great, but that's not, they didn't adopt that. They should have. But Jones is taking it very seriously. He said he's training really hard. He said he's, he's, he will be in the best shape of his life, considering his age, uh, by the time the fight rolls around. Uh, he said because he has to, because if he isn't, he's going to get killed. So he thinks Tyson is going to go all out. He thinks Tyson does not see this as an, an exhibition, something playful. So he's not taking it that way either. And I think he's right. I mean, these guys have tons of pride. And and he mentioned a lot about how this is, it's entertainment. And of course it is. Sports is entertainment. And he wants this to be an entertaining fight. And you're not going to do that by going out and playing pity pat and, you know, Deacon and, and fainting is like, you're going to go out there for war. That's what people want to see. That's what he expects they're going to give him. So yeah, consider, yeah, their age, obviously they're not at their prime, either one of them, but that's the thing. They're both at that same level. So hopefully it's going to be a really good fight. Uh, you mentioned the weight and Jones has fought heavyweight a couple of times. Lately. He has, but only because he wanted money. His best weight is one hundred right, four. Right. So if he's in the best shape of his life, that's what he would weigh. Right. He would weigh well, didn't he fight the big show at a pay per view? Or am I thinking of the wrong guy? Uh, I'm kidding. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> Go on. Well, no, actually, I think it was Whitaker. That Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker would make it. That would explain the eye. Ooh, that's, that's right. Um, he can't see you. He can't see you. <laughs> Well, I think this would be a pretty good fight because they're both their skill sets have, I would imagine, declined dramatically, which does not mean I'm wanting to take them on. I think the three of us, uh, if Mike Tyson missed all three of us, we would still pass out. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not like they're normal humans. They aren't. They're like unbelievable athletes. And even at this point in their career, they still are. Uh, so I don't care if they're in their 50s. Uh, I think it'll be entertaining because they're going to will it to be entertaining. And of course, it should be just the travesty but i don't think it will be because i think they both have something to prove in this you know these are two of the best boxers ever absolutely would have been fun to see them fight 10 years ago would have been a lot more fun um but even then i know he did he did fight at a higher weight but only because he wanted the payday he every step he took up he diminished and yeah the ability to be great um, because 
heavyweights make more money. I mean, he was making a lot of money, but he wanted more and more money. So every time sure. he stepped up, so really he was heavier, but he wasn't as in, in good shape. That's that's what concerned. If this was like Holyfield and Tyson, and be like, oh, that'd be kind of cool, you know. But just this, I don't know. Right. It's just a money grab. But hey, yeah, if it turns out to be Hagler Hearns too, fantastic. Oh my god, <laughs> can you imagine? That would be worth it. Uh, that being said, uh, from your comments, I'm picturing that you are not going to uh, be ponying up for the pay-per-view on this one. How much is the pay-per-view, I wonder? It's $30, and it comes with Mulan. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch Mulan. <clears throat> Good fight scenes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I didn't realize I was looking up Jones's 51, so. Yeah. It's- the third person in this is Ken Watanabe. Is that is that what I'm getting from you mentioned Mulan? I went racist. He's Point kind of the person I can think of. He's, he's kind of the referee, but but he's gonna he's gonna pull a sneak attack on them at the last moment. I'm just waiting them. for the two of them to get oh no hugging in the ring and then break them up and the referee That's pushes right. them both over and they get counted out. That's right. The ref, <laughs> referee is Bone Crusher Smith, <laughs> who probably who probably can still hit. Yeah, Earl Hefner though can't hit. Or as, as Mike Tyson called him after the fight, Bone Hugger Smith. Because <laughs> that's what he just did. Yeah, that's what he did, all yeah. Time. Bone Hugger Until he got Smith. knocked out. Um, yeah, <laughs> so anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'll purchase Mulan. And what do you, actually, different subject, but what do you guys think about that? The Disney Plus idea as far as, you have streaming, you can get Mulan, but you have to pay extra 30 bucks for it. Which, the extra 30 bucks, if you had a family of four and actually the movie theaters were open, you'd still be paying less than what you would do if you went to a movie theater but do you that's going to be the start of a trend it's going to be oh these new movies you have the subscription and then you're also going to pay for this premium movie but do you you like this idea yeah we talked about it on that other show that people will listen to either before this one who knows the fine bomb show it's going to be in september though yeah (laughs) which doesn't exist anymore which is clever of us the fine bomb show damn those wormholes i really 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 the name of my new show damn those wormholes it's about gardening. It's a very boring show. <laughs> I really, really, really hate the idea. Um, for, they didn't make it clear at first that, it, that it's a purchase to begin with. So at first it appeared it was a $30 rental. So it's a purchase, which that's good. But why exactly should you have to subscribe to Disney Plus for the right to purchase a film? That's kind of odd. A $30 purchase, that's kind of pricey. Uh, and as Rob mentioned on another show, there's a lot of exhibitors because there are exhibitors in other countries that are open. They ain't too happy. Nope, 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 nope. It's it's a really odd choice to me to I mean, I mean why didn't they do this with Hamilton? I mean Hamilton apparently jacked up their subscription rate a lot. They didn't they didn't and make that it was something people knew about. So here we come with Mulan and their track record of these re- reboots is uh, I don't know. Anybody out there love Dumbo? <laughs> yeah, their track record is crap for these reboots for the most part. I mean, for every Beauty and the Beast, they've got five or six just <laughs> crap movies. Mulan looks really good to me. Herbie. Herbie. Herbie the hate bug. They That's updated right. it. He works in the Trump administration. Uh I hate this. I absolutely hate this. You have to sign up for Disney Plus, and, and I'm sure a lot of they're thinking, well, a lot of people who are going to watch Mulan already have it. True, but you're already paying for this, and now you got to pay thirty bucks more. And I get the whole concept of, like you said, a family of four, because typically that's who you ex- expect is going to be watching this. Families of five need not apply because we're applying the the Chinese breeding rules of the Great Revolution. Italians. <clears throat> so. Actually, it should only be a family of three because you have a second kid, you throw him out on the hill. Unless it's a boy, in which case you keep him, and then you throw away the girl. Which would be wrong because we're talking about Mulan. So, yeah, I don't like the whole thing. Is like, pay the subscription fee, buy the movie. Would it be better if you didn't have to subscribe to Disney? And it was just a $30 thing. It would be better. It would still be kind of obnoxious because 30 bucks really, for a purchase. When Wait, isn't Mulan Japanese? Ken Watanabe is not in this film, sir. Oh, my uh, Japanese story, right? Not Chinese. <laughs> it's Italian. It's an Italian-Polish story. I believe it. 
as, as, trans, as, as translated. Vermont, Lee. But, she's from Vermont. <laughs> she's from, it's called Vermont. <laughs> the bleeding fat Belgian bastards translated it into Vermontese. Rob's an anti-Francophile. I didn't think I was going to be able to say that. but <laughs> Woo! We got through it. I, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Matt Franco. Julio <laughs> <laughs> okay. Franco. Pineapple Express, thing. he's all right. Yeah. Julio Franco was great in Pineapple Express. Absolutely great. He still he still plays Julio Franco. He's in the Twins minor league organization. <laughs> don't doesn't doubt. surprise me. I don't doubt it a bit. Either. He could probably still hit, too. Did you guys know that Felix uh, Hernandez was with uh, Atlanta now? Yes. I, oh, yeah. Yes, I knew it. Yeah. But I, I, I missed that somehow. Yeah, man, he's been washed up for... Yeah. Four or five years. You know. You know what Felix's problem is? Not my cat. Just looked at me. Not your. Not your problem. Um, what? Problem is, what? My is, problem is you haven't given me food today. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, he he was such a great pitcher at what he did, and he simply didn't care or refused to adapt when his fastball was less than fast. Yeah. And so him coming to the National League, he's not going to be a good pitcher. He just he's gonna have a four five ERA if you're lucky, to be honest. It's just it's kind of sad because it's one of those pitchers. He was so great for so long, like truly great, right. and played on some horrible teams and still won. He was won a Cy Young when he was thirteen and twelve, right? And not thirteen years old. That would be weird. But um, that's the that's the problem is that he just never adapted. But I, I knew he. The Mariners wanted to get rid of him for the last few years, but his contract didn't allow any other team to pick him up because he was being paid like, well, a ridiculous amount of money when he signed the contract. He's not Mike Trout money. Or Mookie Betts. I expected that he actually would just, yeah, or Mookie Betts, who's probably worth it at his age. But I expected Felix would just kind of walk off into the distance and him keep playing. I can see him doing Steve Carlton for the next three or four years. Sadly, without being Steve Carlton until the, like the very end, it's a shame that like Greg Maddox didn't like, hey, dude, let's let's do some work here. Well, he wouldn't have been open to it, I think, is a problem. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying, that that he couldn't have accepted that because he definitely could have turned into that kind of a pitcher. Speaking of someone who probably never had a fastball in his life <clears throat> and yeah. absolutely knew how to pitch. And like you said, that's what Felix needed to do. And. Didn't get the didn't get the memo, unfortunately. Yep. Anyway, that's our show. Anybody have any more words? Headlines? Mulan? Thirty bucks? No. I wasn't going to buy it anyway. But you know, that's just me, and my kids don't care. It really pisses me off because I'm really looking forward to the movie. I was like, seriously. You should have done this with your next Adam Sandler movie or something. <laughs> oh, don't give him any ideas. Oh, Jesus. Uncut Gems, yours for only $30. <laughs> Comes with a free gem. But that's a good film, right? <laughs> it's about cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs>